Welcome to Just One More Story by George Walters, a weekly podcast where I share with you a mixture of personal stories as well as some useful tips, techniques, and advice that might help you live a healthier, happier life. They might even get you motivated enough to make the changes you need to be successful in areas that you never thought were possible. It should also be noted that any content that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. It's not intended as medical advice or as a substitute for the medical advice of a physician. In other words, all the views and information expressed here on this podcast are my own and not the views of anyone else. And while I strive for accuracy, I can and will be wrong at times, as any honest human will have to admit. So, if you're looking for that special something to start or end your day, you're in the right place. And the great part is, you can listen to all my podcasts for free, anywhere, at any time. So with that, let's get the show on the road. Hi folks, how y'all doing today? Good, I hope. Ruth, my lovely wife, and I are making out okay these days. Truth be told, we're more busy now than we were before this virus hits. My wife is busy these days painting, doing what she loves, as she's an artist, along with many other things. Myself, I keep busy working in my woodworking shop throughout the winter months, along with writing up stories for my columns and newspapers and magazines, along with these podcasts that I put out each Friday morning. Come summer, I enjoy, as my wife does, working in our gardens and taking in what nature has to offer, which is all around us where we live today. We wouldn't want to be anywhere else, especially with what is going on today with this virus among us. You could say we live a life that resembles the days of years past, with a touch of modern technology thrown in for good measure. Hmm, my wife says a lot of technology. I suppose she's right. I do know this, though, that technology is making things a lot easier and less time-consuming, which in turn gives myself and my wife more time to do the things we love. It is also hard to believe how much some of these devices have transformed the way we live. Sheesh, projects and tools that once seemed an everyday thing now seem hopelessly out of date, and in only a few short years, too. It's sure an exciting time to be alive. But today's story isn't about how or what we might have in the future. Nope, it's all about an item that is all but forgotten, which brings me up to the story today. I hope you enjoy a new experience, an old stove. George, pick your gloves up off the floor and hang them here by the cook stove so they will be dry and nice and warm when milking time comes. It's hard enough doing your chores without having cold hands. Yes, them were the days for sure. It might not sound important to some, but I have always felt that the cook stoves of years ago was about the most important piece in a person's home. Why would I say that? Well, I'm glad you asked, and here are a few things that comes to mind. The first one I just mentioned, which consisted of drying things, but of course the main use for the old wood cook stove was for cooking, and when it came time to cook or bake things, there was no better. I wouldn't hesitate to say that put in the right home, in the right location, it would be a great asset to whoever owns one. Especially if you live in the country like my wife and I do today. Do we have one? Nope, we don't. 
But we do have a wood furnace which keeps our home warm on the coldest days of winter. And if you have arthritis, there is nothing like wood heat to help reduce the pain. You could say that wood heat in the wintertime is kind of like vacationing in Arizona. Not that I would recommend you going to Arizona right now with this virus in our midst. Cooking on the old wood cook stove did have a few drawbacks, one being that on the farm you never knew for certain when you would be in to eat. As if we were out in the fields, we usually finished up what we were doing before stopping, no matter what time of day. I have to admit, it was hard for Laura, the lady of the house, not knowing when we were going to be home for dinner or supper. But she made the best of it and took it all in stride. Usually around four, she would start supper, unless it was a roast or a chicken. Then she would have it cooking in a pot in the oven for most of the afternoon. The good thing was that if things got cooked before we arrived, the old cook stove had a warmer oven on the top where she would set things which kept them warm till we got to the table. Thinking about that, we never had a meal that was cold. It was unheard of back then, at least for those that had a great wood cook stove. Another thing them old cook stoves were good for was when I came in from being outside on them cold winter days. Sometimes it seemed that my feet were blue from being so cold. When that happened, well, Laura, she would set me down on a chair in front of the cook stove, help me take my boots off, chat to me about my day while rubbing my feet. Then once she figured the circulation was back, she would then hand me a dry pair of socks to put on. She would then open up the oven door, lay a block of wood on it, and there I would rest my feet till they both were nice and toasty. I have to tell you, that the warmth from the old cook stove could take the worst of any cold out of anyone's feet, or body, or even the body for that matter. It should be noted that when I did come in with cold feet, Laura was very upset. The reason being that a lot of times I didn't take the time to put on the warm wool socks that she laid out for me the night before. With that being said, there was many an evening that I found myself drifting off to sleep while warming my feet listening to Laura humming her favorite songs while she cooked supper. Come to think about it, she didn't seem to mind too much with my feet stuck in the oven while she was cooking supper, or having to walk around me constantly. Hmm, maybe that is why I didn't put on them wool socks she made for me. Could it be I liked her singing and being close to her? I also found another good spot to sit and get warm on them cold winter days, and that was in the wood box which sat beside the cook stove. And if asked, I would have to say it was my most favorite spot. I guess it was that while sitting there, I felt safe, kind of like at nights when one hides under the covers. I'm sure you all have had that feeling at one time or another, right? Anyways, moving along. The old wood cook stove was also used for warming up water which was used for doing the dishes, as it had two reservoirs which held and warmed the water, one on each side. There were some cook stoves that only had one. Thinking back, there was never a time that we didn't have warm water for washing our hands or face, which was a good thing, as this young feller was always getting dirty. Come to think of it, there was enough water in them two reservoirs to do the laundry or to take a bath. Now, Saying that, bathing wasn't one of my most favorite things to do, at least in the winter. But in the summer, that was a horse of a different color, 
as I would head on off to my fishing hole and get cleaned up there using a bar of Laura's homemade lye soap. I asked Laura one time if she liked making her own soap. She smiled and looked at me and said, George, making soap is no different from cooking, other than remembering not to lick the spoon. Another thing I loved about the old wood cook stove was that the foods like meat, fish, pies, cakes, or cookies that Laura was cooking or baking at the time seemed to mix with the smell of the wood, and I have to say that them aromas made my stomach growl and yearn for what was to come at supper time. There were also many mornings, too, while laying in bed, that the aromas of crispy bacon and eggs or pancakes would come drifting up the stairs as my bedroom was right on the top of the kitchen. Let me tell you, it wasn't long after that first whiff that I was out of bed dressed and sitting at the table with, with fork in hand. Funny, but even after all these years, I can still visualize Laura standing there in front of the cook stove with her flowered apron on. But whether it was cooking, baking, warming one's hands or feet, taking a bath, or even doing the dishes, the one thing that I miss today is the way the old farmhouses were laid out. The old wood cook stove was up against one wall with a few cupboards and a sink along another, along with a kitchen table in front of an open window with curtains that Laura made from colored feed sacks blowing in the breeze. You know, I would have to say that Growing up on the farm was an extraordinary time in my life. Sure, there was lots of hard work, long hours, and hardships. Heck, sometimes too many to count. But you know, when sitting in the kitchen around our old wood cook stove, all our troubles seemed to melt away. Yes, I am certain there are many that grew up with and loved the old cook stove. And why wouldn't they? As back when, they were the heart of every home, as was a woman standing in front of them. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time. Stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcast, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.